Hi, I'm here speaking with Susan Thomas and Blair Lambert. Uh, Susan has begun a really wonderful initiative called Flock Art, which is right now located at Woodland Hill Montessori out in DeFriestville. And there's going to be a really fantastic event coming up this Friday that uh, has been in the planning for a while now and will be involving Blair Lambert, an artist that we also have joining us. So I was wondering, Susan, um, in advance of talking a bit more about what's happening Friday and letting people know all the wonderful activities that are coming up, if you could talk a little bit more about Flock Art and how your background came to um, create this endeavor, what inspired your vision for it, and how things are moving along with your work. So I am an artist. I went to college for art. I've worked as an art director in advertising for a long time. I've always been a creative person. And so the idea of flock art came around because it was COVID and I was feeling the need to like get back into the community and give back to the community because I felt like we were kind of in a very like divisive time. And I'm like, how can I help with the strengths that I have? How can I help create a strong, creative, loving community event space? And so I came up with the idea of flock art. The idea was to bring communities together that maybe wouldn't get together normally. And the vision was to go out into rural communities, go into urban settings and bring different art to these people and introduce the school communities to the artists and have them feed off each other in like a really positive way that I know art has always been the positive thing in my life. I started with Woodland Hill and I asked the head of school, I said, I have this idea would you let me do this and see how it pans out? I'm going to bring artists and I'm going to make community. I'm going to write a parallel curriculum so we can have the things that the children are learning in school directly relate to the artist who's in the gallery space, directly relate to the things that inspire that artist and learn about the style of the artist and then have that artist run a community project. So not only the teachers and the children, but also the families would be able to have this like back and forth relationship and really get to know artists and what it is to be an artist. And I've always found that artists are, they're strong people because you have to believe in yourself to be an artist. <laughs> you have to really believe in your vision because um, it's not... It's not a path that's easy to take. That's why I created Flock Art. And Woodland Hill has been kind enough to let me kind of feel out all the different aspects of creation and education in the art field that I felt like I could do. You had mentioned parallel curriculum. And yeah. I'm curious how you've seen that with the different artists you've been working with, how that's been embodied in the, the work that students are doing daily. Could you explain a little bit how you've been able to, you know, weave? Sure. So our first artist that we had was Fernando Oriana, and he did the mural on the outside of the container. And so the children got to observe his mural making and they got to make and design their own murals. They did math studies on how to take a small image and enlarge it to the size of whatever mural size they need to. So they did a little math lesson and they would blow up pieces of the mural and have to use it as a puzzle. Like the younger children would color in different sections of the mural and then they have to like 
puzzle it, put it back together in a way that made sense. And then we did some class trips down to look at the mural art in downtown Albany. So like the street art. So we had a tour and they could see like what's happening, what's fresh, what's going on down in the city now, as far as like modern mural making. I really wanted to build up the local art scene in Albany. The more I dive into it, the more exciting and talented the pool here is. Um, and an interesting thing is Fernando just did another mural on the bike trail in Bethlehem. And I had a parent from Woodland Hill recognize the style, text me a photo of her at the mural and say like, this is our artist, Fernando. And so they had that connection. So this is their artist and then they'll support the artist and then the artist can grow. You know, it just feels like if you have a, a, a relationship with someone and it means something that helps the artist grow and become more independent. Like it's hard to be an artist, right? So you mentioned your interest in moving um, around to different communities. What are the next plans? So I actually have partnered with Collarworks in Troy and they are a nonprofit. So now I have nonprofit status because I'm part of the Collarworks family. Actually working with Collarworks has really made it more of a possibility for me to be able to expand because they have a, a large network of artists and a bigger Rolodex. <laughs> so it's coming together slowly. It's only been a year. I already have next year planned out at Woodland Hills, last year at Woodland Hills, and then we're definitely moving. We haven't figured out where yet, but we hope to have another gallery space up and running September of next year. And Blair, uh, your, your experience recently working with the students, can you tell us a little bit more about how yeah. that came to be and what you've been up to? So I have a background in art education. I went to Pratt for um, my graduate studies in art education. So that's kind of my deal, in addition to my painting and drawing and all of that. So I, I was more formal in, in my community project, and then I went into the classroom and taught, I think it was primary um, and lower elementary and middle schoolers. I did two lessons with them. And then I did a very formal lesson plans. Um, my paintings are centralized around kind of looking very closely, being quiet, taking your time. And so we did lessons that focused on that sort of practice, um, which was a challenge for a lot of our, a lot of them. Because <laughs> I think very rarely they're asked to really just look at a leaf for about 15 minutes. But it worked out really great. It was great. I had a great experience. The art department was wonderful. They let me come in. The kids were wonderful. I mean, the work that they have is absolutely lovely. And we're going to have that on show as well on Friday. Like it's a good art teaching residency in addition to being allowed to show my work. Blair was my daughter who now is 14, her first art teacher. Blair has this way of expanding a child's mind. And so I, that's where Blair, I felt like she would be great for this model because I knew she would recreate the space inside. I knew she would do an installation type work and then she has beautiful work anyway. And so what's happening, her, she has a very moody encaustic paintings. When we were talking about like, what does it make you feel? She was like, Sleepy Hollow, it's like it's spooky. It's, and so we kind of ran with that Sleepy Hollow theme and the whole point or the whole thing I like to do is I like to, to be very educational, very creative. And so I was like, how can we blow this out and include as many students in it as possible? So um, we have violin players. They've been studying fiddle music from the time period of uh, Washington Irving, from the time period of the story. The librarian picked out some age-appropriate Sleepy Hollow stories that the kids can learn more about the folklore. And then we've been baking um, time period high, like shoe fly pie. 
they learned how to spin wool and they're going to be leaving. But I feel like every student has had a piece in it, either through working with Blair directly or the curator club has been helping to like curate the event along with the space and along with just like how the event is supposed to make everyone feel. And then there's this lantern walk through the woods. It's a Woodland Hill tradition to do this lantern walk. It was like a great partnership, the Lantern Walk with Blair's show, and then like all these old timey um, events. So that's that's what's happening. We're making butter. We're a, a parent made a cider press, so I'm Yay. getting apples, and they're gonna press their own cider. I mean, it's just the list goes on. It's only an hour and a half, and there's a lot to fit in. Um, Will husband- there be heating? I think there's like little. It won't be too cold. It's gonna be cold. My husband's in charge of all the bonfires. We're having bonfires on the field. And that's the the end of the lantern walk. It'll take you to the bonfires. And then we have heating lamps that are going to be out inside of the gallery. So the fiddler's hands won't get too cold. (laughs) Because they've been working on this fiddle music. And they're excited because they're performing, doing solo, wandering. uh, (laughs) It's just going to be great. Well, it sounds like there's a lot in in the future of Flock Art. And certainly we're very excited about this Friday, the opening, all of the fantastic events. And this is free and open to the public. Um, It is on the Woodland Hill campus, um, which is in the free school. And again, it's Friday. What time does it start, Susan? It's at 6. 6 to 7.30, a witching hour for sure. Um, yes. It was really wonderful speaking with both of you, Blair Lambert, Susan Thomas from Flock Art. Thank you again for your time. Thank you. Great. See you there.